WNYC Studios is brought to you by Zbiotics. Seize the day after a night of drinks with Zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink. Zbiotics was invented by PhD scientists to break down the byproduct of alcohol, which is most responsible for making you feel crummy the next day. Drink Zbiotics before your first drink, drink responsibly, and you'll wake up refreshed and ready to take on the day. Try it for yourself at zbiotics.com/wnyc and get 15% off your first order when you use WNYC at checkout. That's zbiotics.com/wnyc and use the code WNYC at checkout for 15% off. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. You're listening to all of it on WNYC. I'm Allison Stewart. We like to call Get Lit not just a book club, but a book party. And our event with Marlon James and our next guest really fit that description. Because for the very first time, we welcome someone who's a DJ to our Get Lit event. Tyga Paw is a Brooklyn-based, Jamaican-born DJ and producer. And they have cited Marlon James as one of their biggest artistic inspirations, which is one of the reasons we really wanted to have them join us. The other exciting detail... It was their birthday. Tiger Paw's debut album, Get Free, was released in 2020, and their sophomore album is on the way. At the event, they performed a new live set inspired by Marlon's novels Black Leopard, Red Wolf, and A Brief History of Seven Killings. You'll hear a little snippet of it towards the end of the hour. But first, here's my conversation with Tiger Paw. This was such an amazing, magical moment because you did an interview with The Cut in 2021 and you named three creative people who had the biggest impact on your work. And you said Whitney Houston, your partner, and Marlon James. <laughs> yeah. How has Marlon's work influenced you? Um, just one, one book changed everything. is the brief history of Seven Killings. And um, I mean, born and raised in, in Jamaica, um, my mother talked about that time in Jamaica's history because mm-hmm. she was like, yeah, she was like in her 20s, I believe. And um, yeah, it was a very, very tumultuous time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, as I, was, I was just like, just the way how the book, you know, contextualized, um, you know, the historical sort of um, narrative or, you know, that really like put the pieces together mm-hmm. it was it, yeah it was really really impactful for me so I um yeah it it, it, it influenced quite um my first album mm-hmm. Get Free um for me to write that now you came to New York to go to Parsons right yes what made you come to New York what made you decide this is where you wanted to be I had to come to New York. <laughs> uh, it's okay, so I'll give some context because I, my family's from Kingston, but I grew up in Mandeville, and Mandeville is like very, very small. Mm-hmm. Very, everyone knows everybody, and um, I had the when I was younger, like my mother really like 
you know, provided a lot of access to, um, you know, like knowledge of mm-hmm. culturally of like things. And, and, and so like uh, I really tapped into like MTV <laughs> really hard and the epicenter I've like mtv is in <laughs> new york <laughs> so i, I like it, it really like informed like how i saw america and like um you know that it it seemed like the epicenter of culture for me so i wanted to you know soak it in and be here when did you know music was something that you wanted to pursue professionally uh, for as long as I can remember, mm. um, I, I th- this is where Whitney Houston comes in because okay. when I was maybe like five, greatest love of all, I could recite it in in its in its entirety, and <laughs> <laughs> and my aunts were like very very impressed. It's like oh you have a future in music and like, uh, um, but my mother wasn't as supportive. And so, like, it was a, a bit of a time until, like, mm-hmm. I could, you know, get to the point where I could just do it on my own. And, and yeah, because I didn't go to school for music, but I went to, you know, art school. Mm-hmm. And I was always in proximity yeah. to musicians. And, like, I was hanging out with all the jazz kids and, um, you know, made friends. Like, Jesse Boykin is one of my friends that I made. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, they always were encouraging me, like... You know, to pursue music. So, where did Tiger Paw come from? <sighs> that I went through a list of names, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I think Tiger Dundara was one of them. And Tiger Paw, I think, yeah, that was. There's a Rastafarian um, sort of like greeting. It's like Lion Paw, mm-hmm. and uh, I really like tigers, so I kind of took. <laughs> took off lion and put tiger <laughs> and put paw together. I'm just like, oh, that kind of feels like a very strong name. Yeah. She released your debut full-length album, Get Free, in 2020. You you mentioned it. Um, what were you thinking about you wanted your debut album to be? You only get one debut. Mm-hmm. Um, it pivoted initially. Um, I think I was trying to do something like it's still conceptual, but like like really, really conceptualizing um like um a bit of my ancestry and like um indigenous tribes of like Jamaica and also that's like uh a particular time of history in Jamaica where, you know, you know, the English came and like the Africans and, and, and um indigenous um Taino were like banding together to kind of fight mm-hmm. to and um that's a separate project now but like i pivoted and in, into get free because um and that sound because i discovered uh, a bit of a history untold and hidden mm-hmm. uh within american uh culture and like that uh, the pioneers of techno were black and um, like came from Detroit. And um, once I kind of like did a deep dive into that history, you know, it's like, oh, this is a space that I really want to claim and, 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 and take up because like it's a sound that I was always drawn to, mm-hmm. but I never felt that like 
there was space for us to like occupy mm-hmm. um especially around a narrative being just like it's very european very you know, white and um the whitewashing of uh techno that happened during like the 90s and onward and and yeah i just felt like a very like strong urge to dismantle that a bit and like um and then definitely seeing the archives of the new dance show which is like uh I think it's um, a public service sort of like TV format, mm-hmm. uh, um, a lot like um, Soul Train actually, but of but you know black people dancing to techno, and it was to me of that era, like in the eighties. I'd never seen anything like it, and so you know it kind of it also reminded me of ballroom, and that mm-hmm. like I came very much like. I dove into ballroom and like a lot of my friends, like our DJs within that um, mm-hmm. community. And yeah, I think all the pieces started to come together. You're going to perform something for us now. We've been told it's been inspired by Marlon's writing a bit. Uh, yeah, I feel that like I've been doing a bit of work around um, like I was writing a techno opera and a techno opera was like... Uh, conceptualizing nannies, uh, queen nannies like narrative. And um, I'm kind of going to take a little bit of pieces from, you know, a brief history of seven killings and like, you know, kind of putting into like a sonic sort of like score mm-hmm. of, of that. This is exciting. We've had Broadway belters, saxophonists, singer songwriters, but you're our first DJ. Yeah, I won't be DJing okay, per se. It's like I'm doing. You made a mix. Explain. No, I, I I perform live, so I have like drum machines, synthesizers, oh. and that's what you're seeing over here. Yeah, it's like it's I it's, it's ap- not a. Apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I get that a lot, you know. That's why I was just like, oh, I gotta fight fight the DJ label quite no. a bit because, like, you know, my background. No, explain, is, for, explain, please. Yeah, my background is less like I'm a musician and I'm an artist, but like I feel that like right now DJs are very cool and everybody like wants to be a DJ, but like I just became a DJ by creating like mm-hmm. a space, um, you know, for LGBTQ plus. Um, um, black and uh, queer and trans and non-binary um, centering around like specifically the Caribbean mm-hmm. that like we don't really have spaces for us you know to like be with each other safely so like I started um, a series a party series an event series for all fake accent I think in like 2016 and um, yeah I kind of like that's how I started DJing really like diving into that and 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 it just sort of eclipsed <laughs> and yeah, grew no. and, and 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 became this huge thing i you know became this like popular dj but i've always you know done my sound work and art alongside all of it oh i like that sound work and art yes all right yeah. let's hear your sound work and art thank this you tiger paw <laughs>
That was a special original live set from Tigerpaw, inspired by the work of Marlon James. It closed out our Get Lit with All of It book club event celebrating Black Leopard, Red Wolf. Now, in case you haven't heard, our March Get Lit selection is the novel I Have Some Questions for You by Pulitzer Prize finalist Rebecca Mackay. It tells the story of Bodie, a podcast host invited back to her elite boarding school to teach a class for two weeks. Once back on campus, Bodie finds herself flooded with memories of her old roommate who was found murdered their senior year. The school's athletic trainer, a young black man, was convicted of the crime back in the 90s. But the more Bodie starts to think about the case, the more she begins to wonder whether someone else is the real culprit and whether she might have been sitting on key evidence all along. You can borrow an e-copy of I Have Some Questions for You Now thanks to our partners at the New York Public Library. Head to wnyc.org slash getlit to find out how and to grab tickets for our March 28th event. Rebecca Mackay will be joining us for a preview conversation on the radio that's happening Wednesday around 1.40 p.m., so be sure to tune in for that. And that is all of it for today. I'm Allison Stewart. Thanks for listening. I'll meet you back here next time. WNYC Studios is brought to you by Z-Biotics. Seize the day after a night of drinks with Z-Biotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink. Z-Biotics was invented by Ph.D. scientists to break down the byproduct of alcohol, which is most responsible for making you feel crummy the next day. Drink Z-Biotics before your first drink, drink responsibly, and you'll wake up refreshed and ready to take on the day. Try it for yourself at zbiotics.com slash WNYC and get 15% off your first order when you use WNYC at checkout. That's zbiotics.com slash WNYC and use the code WNYC at checkout for 15% off.